I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Whispering Woods podcast. This is our fourth episode. I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And today we are going to be discussing... La La Chusa. <laughs> yeah, well done. Right, we're going to start with reading some reviews as promised. Draw Games said, great show, calm voices, spooky stories and no real banter. Straight to the spooky. Thank you. And mine is from Claire. She says, three episodes in and I'm well and truly hooked. You guys are fab. Love the show. The stories are great and so well read and researched. Can't wait for next Sunday. Thanks so much, Claire. When I first woke up and saw that in the um, the next morning, she sent it by email. I was so happy. It's really appreciated. So thank you again. And I also want to give a shout out to Trudy for being really supportive. Thank you. I've done an introductory piece, just so, as per usual, people know what we're talking about. Links will all be in the description. Are you ready for this unusual tale, Tobias? Do not call me that. (laughs) Toby. Yes, I am. (laughs) Sightings of a giant bird in northern Mexico and parts of Texas have been reported since the mid-1700s and continue unabated to this day. Dubbed Le Lachusa, this creature of legend is only seen at night and resembles an enormous owl with the face of an old woman. La Lachusa, which means the owl in Spanish, is said to be a shape-shifting old woman who, after being wronged by her community, seeks her revenge by attacking those out after nightfall. There are many different versions of the legend. In one, she was a healer, but the villagers were frightened by her magic, and she was brutally murdered. In another variation, her child was killed by a drunk, 
and this is why she will exact her revenge upon those who are intoxicated. La Lechuza will swoop and attack her prey, gorging herself upon either their misery or intestines, or she will lure them to her lair by impersonating a crying baby. She can also be a harbinger of death, much like the Banshee or Hellhound, as a sighting of her or dreaming about her can act in the very same way. As with other legendary creatures, Lalachusa is known to whistle, and if you were to whistle three times at midnight, you may receive a visit from this enormous bird. She will sweep down and carry you off, to never be seen or heard from again. La Lechuza also has a penchant for children who wander from home at night, as another legend reports that her own child was killed by villagers for a crime he did not commit. It's also possible that there is a legion of these giant birds that hunt through the night. They are purported to be Bruja, which is witch in Spanish. The main telltale signs that La Lechuza is watching you are large scratch marks at your doors or windows. At this point, you should either arm yourself with salt and chilli pepper to throw in her face, tie seven knots into a piece of rope and hang it outside your front door or on your porch, or you can recite a prayer such as the Canticle of Mary and she will fly away frightened by the holy words. Many have tried to kill Lalachusa with conventional weapons, but these do not work and she will take flight again. Such an instance happened in El Tiger, whilst a man and his companion were travelling along a dirt road just outside of town. Lalachusa began to swoop down on his vehicle, and during this attack, beast crashed into the windshield and fell to the floor. The driver gunned his engine and drove over Lalachusa back and forth to ensure that he had killed it, but with eyes on the rearview mirror, the giant bird once again took flight and the man died instantly from a heart attack. In 1977, there was a mass sighting of the giant bird in Santa Rosa, Texas, which is situated close to the Mexican border. It was spotted sitting in a tree before it took flight and swooped to the door of a woman, repeatedly scratching as if to gain entry. Dogs from the neighbourhood went after Lelechuza, but she flew off into the sky and they were unable to reach her. The community woke up to a macabre scene the next morning as all of the dogs had died overnight, leaving the community mystified as to what had become of them. More recently, there was a sighting in Chicago. It was the evening of April the 16th, 2017, and several witnesses saw a humanoid-type owl creature. It was around six feet tall and black with huge red eyes. 
Another story tells the tale of a group of men hunting down and shooting Lalachusa. They then searched for the bird, but gave up as they were unable to locate it. The following morning, they continued with their search and came across an old woman's corpse draped over the limbs of a tree. The men are certain they had killed a real Lalachusa. Many people connect owls with alien abduction and believe that owl images are often used as screen memories in place of the greys. But do be careful if you wander out at night and hear a baby crying, or you may become Lelechusa's next victim. Okay, so owls. What do you think of them? Weird. Do you ever hear that one outside sometimes, about 10, 11 o'clock? I yeah. think so. It's really, I love hearing the owls because you don't hear them that often. I was brought up with the woods behind me, I've told you that before, and always used to hear the owl. I find mm. it quite comfortable, comforting, but I know that some people really hate owls, they're really frightened of them. Why are they afraid of owls? Because some people associate them with the greys. Do you know what the greys are? No. The greys are a certain alien. Oh. So that's how they're described because they're small, large head, you know the type, with the big mm. black eyes. Yeah. You know those ones? Yeah. They're, they're called the greys. Mm. Mm-hmm. And people think, I did mention it in that introduction, that they will use images of owls and replace memories with them. If that makes sense. Nah. So, say they were abducted, this is what people say, um, they will replace images with images of owls instead of greys. Yeah. Yeah? Any thoughts on it? Nah. Have you got any strange memories of large owls? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, I've got... Two reportedly true stories to tell you. So, are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. This one's fairly short, so I should be able to keep your attention. <laughs> Let's do it. A mother was taking her new baby home to Mexico to introduce her daughter to her family. She had decided to take the bus probably due to the practicalities of taking a young one on a long trip. On arrival, the family threw a huge party to celebrate, and once the festivities had come to an end, she was escorted by her own mother to a room where herself and child would be sleeping for the duration of the trip. The room was fashioned with a bed and an old-style bassinet, and she positioned two pillows around the child to ensure she wouldn't accidentally hurt herself during the night. Rocky, the grandmother's Rottweiler, came into the room and refused to leave for some reason, so he too slept in the guest room and settled in for the night. Being a hot night, before retiring, the mother opened the glass sliding door to let some air in. It led to a balcony 
but as they were on the second floor, it felt safe to leave the door open. At 3am, she was awoken by Rocky's barking and growls. This was odd, as he never normally acted in such a way, and was a quiet and gentle dog. Becoming alarmed, she then heard her baby crying. It was louder than usual, so she rushed to the bassinet. What she saw surprised her, as the baby was on her stomach face down. Picking her up to comfort her, she looked towards the Rottweiler, who was continuing to growl and bark at something on the balcony. She turned to see what all the commotion was about and screamed, seeing an ugly giant owl with its wings and mouth wide open. Its feathers were as black as coal. Rocky ran towards it, but it took flight, quickly taking off into the night sky. Upon hearing the ruckus, the grandfather came into the room to see what had happened. He found the woman sat on the floor, protecting her child, whilst Rocky continued to bark at the night. He soon noticed that there was a large scratch on the baby's leg, and that the pillows the mother had used in the bassinet had been tossed aside. Now 17 years old, the child has been bestowed the name Letuzita, as the family believes she survived an attack from this terrifying creature. The scratch has never really healed properly, but acts as a reminder to what happened on that dreadful night. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good on Rocky, he saved the day. He certainly did. Big old Rottweiler. Yeah. Sounds a bit sort of Harry Potter, doesn't it? With the the scratch that's left on the baby. And she still has it now. These stories also really remind me of the Mothman. Mm. We're going to watch that after recording, aren't we? Yeah. Saturday night movie. 
I've also bought a heated blanket so we can sit comfortably because we can't afford the heating. A little story I have about an owl, actually. Once when I was visiting with Rog, we went to... What are those stones called again? You'll all have to forgive me. My memory is awful at the moment because I have got menopausal brain. Stanton Drew, that's it. We went to Stanton Drew and they had this really old oak tree and I decided to do some dowsing. What's dowsing? It's, have you seen it when people get like two rods and they will put them together and walk around and they look for water a lot of the time? Do you know what I mean by that? No. Right, I'll have to show you afterwards. But anyway, I was using these rods and I was walking around this ancient oak tree, which unfortunately isn't there anymore because I love oak trees. It passed away. <laughs> I don't think I should really say that for a tree, but it died. <laughs> um, and I was saying, show me a sign. Is there something you want to show me? And as I was walking around the tree, I looked down and where it sort of hollows in a bit, there was a dead baby owl. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what it's meant to mean, but it was quite terrifying. And I'll have a picture of it if you oh. want to see it. <laughs> not really. Not sure why I took a picture, but you know, you know me. Are you ready for the third and final story? Yes. This is a longer one. Let's do it. A group of students were sharing their strange encounters over a bottle of Jack Daniels one night and passing the bottle to a boy named Samuel, who never normally drinks and acts as the designated driver. The group were surprised to see him take a sip. This was a strange occurrence in itself. And collecting his thoughts, Samuel began to tell his tale. Growing up in Mexico, he had lived in a rural village just outside of Hermosillo. The population of the village was around 8,000, and most worked at the processing plant or the local farms. Samuel had been living with his mother and abuela at the time, and his abuelo was a horse breeder, which the family had practised for generations. Samuel himself worked as a stockman at one of the local ranches, and was best friends with the rancher's son, Santiago. He was studying at high school at the time and would often meet up with friends and go to parties held at farms in the area. Other members of the friendship group included Juan, Christopher and Mateo, who were sons of some of the ranch hands. Being Mexican, they had been brought up with stories of La Llorona and El Silbón, but Samuel's mother often used to tell him the legend of La Lachuza to scare him. The story of La Lachuza was used a lot in his hometown to scare the children into doing their chores and behaving themselves. And it used to work. But when he became a teenager, he was more interested in hanging out with his mates and hooking up with girls than listening to his mother's tales. One night, a 16-year-old Samuel was on his way out when his mother caught him. I know where you go on these nights. I beg you not to go out drinking with your friends. Brushing her off, he said he was old enough and wanted to hang out with his mates. 
And if Lalachusa should happen across your group, that story is what killed your father. Samuel's dad had died in a drunk driving accident. He had hit a tree and the car had erupted into flames. This had happened all before Samuel was born. His mum had always told him that Lalachusa had driven him off the road. But being too old for such stories now, he ignored her and walked out of the door. She cried as he drove off into the night. The party wasn't much cop, and they all left in an inebriated state some time later. Climbing into Santiago's car, they were drunk and laughing. Santiago managed to keep the car on the road as the friends whooped and jeered in the back seat. The music was turned up loud, and then Santiago swerved quickly as if to avoid something in the road. The boys were all screaming and he quickly got the vehicle back on the road whilst Mateo threw up out of the window. Santiago had gone pale. I thought there was an old lady in the road, he said, but when she turned, her body looked wrong. Just as Samuel said how weird it was, he screamed as the figure was back. It wore a long cloak and was all hunched over. It looked deformed with piercing red eyes. With little time to avert the figure, Santiago drove straight into it, doing around 55 miles an hour. The car stopped dead in its tracks and Samuel came to around a minute or so later. He'd received a good bump to his head and looking around, saw that Santiago hadn't been so lucky. He had gone through the windshield breaking his neck. The other boys seemed okay and struggled out of the vehicle. The damage to the car was as if they had slammed into a rock, but there was nothing in the road. Just then, a shadow passed over, only noticed as there had been a bright full moon. The large creature had a wingspan of a condor. It swooped and landed on Juan, breaking his back. The bird then fed on him as his screams dissipated into the night. That's when Samuel ran for his life, not knowing if the other boys were running too. An otherworldly screech echoed out of the darkness. His foot hit a pothole and he fell to the ground. Suddenly there were bright lights as the creature prepared to feast. And that's when Samuel heard yelling. It was his mum. Shouting curses and carrying a cross, the monster flapped its wings and took off. Deeper and deeper it went into the blackness. He woke up the following day thinking it had all been a dream, but his mother told him that Santiago and Juan had been found dead and the others hadn't been seen since. That's when Samuel stopped drinking, bar this one time whilst rustling up the courage to tell his story. He still went to the parties, but instead he would be the designated driver, ensuring that everyone got home safely. Unfortunately, this isn't the end of the tale. Sometime later, and in tears, Samuel told one of his friends at university that his mother was going to die. He'd been having dreams about her, and in those dreams he had heard her crying. He walked up to her and put a hand on her shoulder, She then grabbed his arm with a clawed hand and when she turned to him, she screeched his mum's name through an owl beak. 
He told this friend it was important, as it said that if you dream about Lalajusa, someone you love will die. Three weeks later, Samuel's mother died of a heart attack, and Samuel went home for the funeral. No one has heard anything from him since. I don't know about this one. It seems quite fake. Um, well, I, I'm, you know, it's folklore. I, I still find it really interesting. And a lot of the time, these stories were told to keep people safe, especially mm. to keep children safe, you know, from wandering around at night because stuff can, stuff can happen, man. Also, warning teenagers off of drinking and driving. But then when I did a little bit more research, this isn't the only giant bird in American sort of American Mexican folklore they have um, I think there are quite a few of them they're called they name them the Thunderbirds Mm. so we'll have to maybe look at that for another episode yeah yeah I've got uh, my own version of folklore actually Mm. you don't know this story but I used to tell Maisie and George the tale of the bean ofter. What's the bean ofter? Right. Well, the bean ofter used to. I used to threaten them with the bean ofter if they didn't eat all of their baked beans. So <laughs> we'd be sat around the table, and I'd say, "You need to eat your beans." <laughs> and if they didn't, I said the bean ofter was coming, and I drew a picture of a giant baked bean. <laughs> And uh, ask them about it. They still remember it to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that brings us to the end of the fourth episode. I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back again next Sunday with another creepy tale. And thanks to everybody for all of the support. It's been great. And we really love reading the feedback and the reviews. And it's fab. It's really fab. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.